here we go. Let's let's jump into today. So today we are continuing our six-part series on the art of good storytelling. Uh, leading up to this, we started with a great little overview of storytelling and really talked about why we're even focusing on storytelling. And really, since we're trying to promote and help artists here that want to sell both their physical works and sell their art as NFTs, we are taking the time to help our artists learn how to tell their story as an artist, as well as the story behind their artwork. Because we know when we can connect with things through story as human beings, we're far more drawn to them um, than for just their uh, other you know, innate qualities like, oh, hey, that's a really cool looking piece of art. But if I know this extraordinary story behind it, I'm now more than likely even way more interested in that art. So we did a little bit of an overview, and then we jumped into plot, setting, and today we are going to be talking about uh, characters. Um, you know, when we think of characters, it, I, I think what jumps to my mind immediately is there's good guys and there's bad guys i mean it, it's it's pretty simple it's pretty black and white but in my research what i found is uh the literary experts uh broke it down into protagonists and antagonists and i was like so is this just about having a really you know smart term for good and bad because you know you need to feel smarter than the rest of the world but what i found out is the way they explained it they said well we don't refer to it as good and bad because take the like wicked witch of the west from wizard of oz classic bad guy right well if you've also seen the uh, Broadway play called Wicked and you learn a little bit of her story, you know, beforehand, then you uh, learn that, well, wait, there's there's like every story. There's two sides to every story. Right. So maybe she's not quite the bad character that we once thought. Um, it's just, you know, she got a bad rub in life. So I just start off with that because we are going to be talking about protagonists and antagonists today, but I would encourage us not to necessarily just lock into good guy or bad guy. Right. Right. That does make sense. Yeah. And, um, so I couldn't think of an example of where this wouldn't be the case. Um, and maybe my vision is a little, uh, little narrow focused or myopic here, but I would say 99% of the time um, when our artists, because they're trying to sell their art and their story as an artist, uh, David, would you say it's fair to say that 99% of the time our artists are probably going to be like the, the, the protagonist in their story, like the person we're rooting for in this case? Um, yes. I mean, it's all perspective as well, because I'm sure not to get too, too, uh, too theological or philosophical, but I'm sure 
I'm sure the man downstairs thinks he's the protagonist of the story, as Al Pacino described in Devil's Advocate. Um, it just matters, you know, who's, who's narrating the story. Um, but in terms of our artists, you know, I, I'd almost wonder if, if some of them, just to get into subcategories, would even consider themselves, you know, the anti-hero, where mm-hmm. you're still the protagonist, you're just lacking those characteristics and those traits that are conventionally associated with being, uh, you know, a hero in a story or whatnot, but your people are still rooting for you. Um, you know, and there, there's some examples out there. I had mentioned them, I think, last week, just briefly, like, um, you know, Saul Goodman and Breaking Bad, uh, now Better Call Saul, uh, you know, uh, John Berthnall in The Punisher. You know, he's not typically your hero, but we're rooting for him and he's the hero. So going back to the artists, they may typically not feel, you know, whether it be, you know, just simply out of personality or persona, maybe they're more introverted and, and they don't have these these lined qualities that 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 we are all collectively told that are supposed to be identified with the uh, the hero in the story or the, the actual protagonist per se, but they absolutely are. They absolutely are. And uh, it's important that they, you know, it's important for the growth of their work that they try, at least try to, to, to be able to open themselves up to that, to allow their story to, you know, sort of transfer from, from within into some sort of exterior format. Yeah, I you know, I really loved how you positioned that too, kind of calling that like a like a subcategory of our protagonist. And as you were describing that, I was thinking like, gosh, you know, like that that makes a lot of sense because a common trait I do see with a lot of the artists that we talk about, or I'm sorry, we talk with, is that they're they're all very humble. Like they not all, but I, I'm trying to say many of them are, are very humble. And by that, I mean, they're, they're not coming to us saying, you know, um, look, I, I am, I'm just going to warn you right now. I am one of the best artists you've probably ever seen. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, you know, that, that's not how they're kind of coming to us going like, Hey, you know what? Like uh, people, people tell me they, they like my art. And I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to do the best stuff that I can. And I'm looking at their stuff going, yeah, there's a reason people are telling you like, they like your art because your art is amazing, you know? And they're like, well, you know, yeah, I, I will thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm not really trying to make this about me. I, like, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, brighten a space or make people feel joy when they when they see something but but it's not really about me like I don't need the credit but I but but I just want to share what I do you know and I I think that kind of you know uh persona or or um type you know attitude that people approach us with I I think completely fits that that anti-hero um you know subcategory that you were kind of talking about there that's that's a great yeah, exactly. And I mean, we call that in business, we call it imposter syndrome, where you're getting all the positive check marks and the feedbacks to what it is that, you know, would announce you to be this or that, hold this type of role or credential, but you just you just can't seem to get over the barrier of that inner self-doubt. You know, you just can't can't wrap your head around why it is that, you know, you, you or your work would be a reflection off of those those terms or whatnot. And that's just kind of an inner thing. So you know, with the right marketing, the right branding, um, you know, it, you'll, you'll be able to. And of course, with just a little bit of, you know, you've, you've got to be able to 
you know, stand up on your two legs and want to walk forward. You know, no one can drag you across that finish line. But as long as you have the desire to share your work with people and you're open to figuring out how to get that done, those those types of, of barriers will be alleviated uh, uh, really, really simply. You know what I mean? Just talking with the right people, being around the right community, uh, you know, basically just being a part of, of, of you know, Forever 11. You know, we're going to make sure that that kind of stuff gets zeroed out. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm glad you're you're talking about this too, because this is this is an excellent opportunity um, for us to to kind of differentiate how maybe we're here to support artists versus maybe other avenues that artists have pursued in their uh, efforts or hopes to get assistance with getting themselves promoted, and that is at Forever Eleven, storytelling is such a big part of everything we do. But we also want it to be your story, and we're not going to tell you what story you have to write. We're going to help you bring out the best representation of your story. And what is significant about that, when especially now when we're talking about characters, is I would suggest that if any artist out there, if you are working with an agency or a consultant or whatever – that is trying to convince you that you need to do act or be something that just does not feel like that's you, then, you know, I, I would recommend you not work with them. And I'm not even saying that because you, oh, you have to come work with us. I'm just saying to me, that would be my red flag that this isn't a good fit because if you are going to spend your time and energy trying to be something that you're not eventually your 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 audience is going to be able to sniff that out and it's you're not you're not going to come off as genuine and you know that'll just get lost in the weeds as well agreed absolutely yeah so well let's move on to um antagonist and this is really kind of i thought really kind of cool because the antagonist and there's there's really kind of a couple different ways an antagonist can be portrayed in a story. And what's interesting, just to piggyback off of what we're just kind of talking about right here, you know, in some cases, and David, you can tell me what you think about this, but I would argue sometimes some of our own artists can actually be their and their own antagonist. Antagonist. I mean, that sounds kind of like, well, how could that be? But I think when you were starting to talk about imposter syndrome, like that's what was striking me as, well, actually, the way you said that, that they could almost become the antagonist to their own story. They are absolutely their own story's antagonists. You are absolutely. It's like they're the main character, which is obviously an ongoing cultural, pop culture joke, being the main character in your own story. Mm-hmm. Uh but you can actually be the main character in your own story and be the the villain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So, okay. So yes, you could be your own antagonist, but, um, really the definition, and, and I really liked this The definition of an antagonist is basically any character group or force. So it doesn't maybe have to be a specific person that is at odds with your protagonist. So basically we're, we're rooting for the main character 
Um, but what's getting in the way of that main character? And so there could be a number of things it, for uh, for a lot of people. It's going to be um, it's going to be a, a specific person. Um, and, and, and that's why this is actually a really good example. I think for a lot of people, one of their antagonists growing up could actually be one or both of their parents. Now, hear me out though. That's not me saying that they grew up with bad parents or were abused or anything like that, because I've seen firsthand that parents with well-meant loving intentions are trying to do things for their kids like and we i see this all the time i saw this for uh, over a decade as a high school teacher parents steering their kids away from art you know what art is not a career that's just a hobby you need to go do something that is going to make you money and you can pay your bills now, it's not that the parents don't want them to, you know, make tons of money being an artist. It's just they have their they're bringing their own doubts and concerns and fears to the table. So they're nicely because they love their child trying to encourage them to go into a field that's more predictable. You know, go become an accountant, go become a nurse, go become a firefighter, you know, something that you just know you're going to show up, you're going to get some solid training and then you're going to be able to put in be uh, placed in a, a spot with a career that you're going to make a solid and predictable and stable income. Now that's all well meant, but that is still an antagonist because it's getting in the way of what the protagonist really wanted. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it comes down to perspective as, as we were talking about earlier. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know what, you know, what's fun about these is like, what, what I'm going to want to make sure that we're doing uh, maybe for future future uh, ideas is we'll bring in the community <clears throat> because as of right now, we're just really outputting this, but we can bring in the community and it'd be great to be able to break out some, some conversations about real life examples or whatnot, because they're popping in my head, but we don't, you know, we're not, we're not really aiming for like an hour and a half, two hour conversation right. here, but um, that that's what really brings these points home and makes them a little bit more, more relatable is to, to, to find those, those shared, uh, you know, examples that we can, you know, both share whimsical expression about, but yeah, you're absolutely right. The to parents are, are a great example of that. They have the best intentions. Again, we're speaking about those, you know, in an isolated manner where they genuinely do have the best interests at their heart. They just, you know, they're a little, uh, you know, whether, whether that mind frame is, is, is out of date, it's a little bit archaic. It's a little bit, uh, you know, just, not necessarily what's best for your child at that time. Um, but the best intentions are there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so like in that case too, still that antagonist, you know, is, is like a specific person, you know, sometimes we can have our antagonist be uh, a group or even like an institution. Um, you know, it might be uh, there's, maybe governing laws in your country or state or community that are preventing you from, you know, doing what you want to do. Right. Um, we, I mean, I've, your example, arranged marriages came to mind, you know what I mean? That came to mind right off the bat. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I even was going to go there with uh, with an art example, and that is, you know, I'm based uh, out of Detroit, Michigan. And, you know, I mean, Detroit in, you know, a couple decades ago is in a really rough spot. Um, thankfully, we're, we're, we're starting to, to come out of that and get better and better. But now, um, if you go to a lot of places in Detroit, you are going to see some amazing mural artistry. And people are actually being commissioned thousands of dollars to do this spray paint mural artistry. And they're doing it on like, you know, uh, I don't know if I would say fully abandoned, but maybe underutilized, you know, type buildings. And people are hiring artists just to put up these murals because they're just so cool and they're beautiful and whatever. Well, now that works in Detroit, but if you go an hour north of Detroit, it's not going to work in the communities that are north of Detroit. They're just not going to be accepting of, you know, that type of art and, and, and so forth. So, you know, sometimes you have a force like that, that is not really a specific person. It's just the, the conditions, the environment, you know, whatever it could be a moment in time, you know um, what was art like in the great depression versus, you know, what is it like today? What was it like during COVID versus today or what, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many things that can just get in the way or challenge be, be a challenge to your artist. I just wanted to point out, it doesn't have to be like a person. You don't have to focus on just like, like, like who's, who's the worst person in my life and, and then, and make it a hate story about them. Like that, that that's not, that's not what we're getting at here. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So that, that's another episode. No, just kidding. But, uh, Tune in next week. yeah, exactly. So, um, anyhow, cool. Well, you know what, this is, this has been awesome. Uh, talking about characters, um, to, uh, tomorrow. I think I'm ready. I'm just, I think I'm already so excited about the next episode, which the next episode is going to be a uh, point of view. And we've already been, we already started to flirt with that, uh, today. Um, but we're going to be talking about, uh, different, uh, points of view in our, um, in our next episode. So, um, join us next time on, uh, part five of six point of view. Awesome. I will be there. Okay. Excellent. Thanks guys. See ya. Bye-bye.